after she would have to take up that matter with Mr. Utley. I left her his card. Lane Utley, attorney at law, specializing in personal injury, workers' compensation, automobile accidents, slip and fall, medical malpractice, defective products, alcohol-related accidents, criminal defense. With his address in the Sioux and his phone number, she squinted at the tiny letters, all those words on one little business card. I'll call him first thing in the morning, she said. I didn't feel like driving all the way back to Lane's office to drop off my report, so she'd probably call him before he even knew who she was. Which would confuse the hell out of him, but I was cold and tired, much in need of a drink, and already late for my poker game. The Glasgow Inn is supposed to have a touch of Scotland to it, so instead of sitting on a stool and staring at your own face in the mirror behind the bar, you sit in an overstuffed chair in front of the fireplace. If that's the way it works in Scotland, I'd like to move there after I retire. For now, I'll take the Glasgow Inn. It was like a second home to me. When I walked into the place, the guys were at the table and already into the game, like I figured. Jackie, the owner of the place, was in his usual chair with his feet by the fire. He nodded at me and then at the bar. There stood Leon Prudell, one hand on the bar, the other wrapped around a shot glass. From the looks of him, it was not his first. Well, well, he said. If it isn't Mr. Alex McKnight. Prudell was a big man, 250 at least. But he carried most of it around his middle. His hair was bright red and was always sticking out in some direction. One look at the guy with the plaid flannel shirt and the hundred-dollar hunting boots, you knew he had lived in the Upper Peninsula all his life. The five men at the poker table stopped in mid-hand to watch us. Mr. McKnight, private eye, he said. Mr. Big Shot himself, eh? With that distinctive youper twang, that little rise in his voice that made him sound almost Canadian. There might have been a dozen other men in the place besides the players at the table. The room fell silent as they all turned one by one to look at us, like we were a couple of gunslingers ready to draw. What brings you all the way out to paradise, Perdell? I asked. He looked at me for a long moment. A log on the fire gave a sudden pop like a gunshot. He drained the rest of his glass and then put it on the bar. Why don't we discuss this outside, he said. Prudell, I said, it's cold outside. I've had a long day. I really think we need to discuss this matter outside, McKnight. Let me buy you a drink, okay? I said. Can I just buy you a drink and we can talk about it here? Oh, sure, he said. You can buy me a drink. You can buy me two drinks. You can get behind the bar and mix them yourself. For God's sake, this I did not need, not tonight. That's the least you can do for a man after you take his job away. Pradell, come on. Here, he said. He stuffed one of his big paws into his pockets and pulled out his car keys. You forgot to take these, too. Prudell, I didn't expect the keys to come at me so quickly, and with such deadly aim, they caught me right above the left eye before I could even flinch. All five men rose at once from their table. No need, boys, I said. Have a seat. I bent over to pick up the keys, feeling a trickle of blood in the corner of my eye. Prudell, I didn't know you had such a good arm. We could have used you back when I was playing ball in Columbus. I tossed his keys back to him. Of course, I got to wear a mask then. I wiped at the blood with the back of my hand. Outside, he said. After you, I said.
We went out into the parking lot and stood facing each other in the cheap light. We were alone. The pine trees swayed all around us as the wind picked up. The air was heavy with moisture off the lake. He took a couple of swings at me without connecting. Prudell, aren't we a little too old for this? Shut up and fight, he said. He swung at me with everything he had. The man didn't know how to fight, but he could still hurt me if I wasn't careful. And unfortunately, he probably wasn't quite as drunk as I hoped he was. Prudell, you aren't even coming close, I said. Maybe you should stick to throwing your keys. Get him mad, I thought. Don't let him settle down and start finding his range. I've got a wife and two kids, you know. He kept throwing big roundhouse punches with his right hand. My wife isn't going to get her new car now, and my kids won't be going to Disney World like I promised them. I ducked a right, then another right, then another. Let's see a left, I thought. I want a nice...